Welcome to the Essence of Life podcast. I am Natisha Ali Grant, here to help you live the abundantly balanced life. A false balance is an abomination unto God and getting wisdom, which is the respect and acknowledging of the Lord, along with understanding is the true key to successfully navigating this life. So tune in daily for this wisdom and inspiration with new episodes Mondays and Fridays. And let's balance your spirituality, health, relationships, finance, and personal development. Sebon sounds good. Seasons greetings, Essence listeners. It is said it is the season to be jolly, okay? So we're approaching Christmas time and of course I'm just trying to spread the Christmas joy for those of you who actually celebrated. I hope all of you celebrated. It is a beautiful time of year. In this episode I'm going to be talking about the kingdom spouse and this topic actually came about after a discussion that we were having. I believe it was on our Facebook live. But definitely, I remember for sure that my queen friend, Sharifa, shout out to Sharifa. She was the one who suggested uh, this episode. So here I am. I'm doing the first take on this episode. And I surely believe that there are other aspects of this that I can cover. But this one is just going to be my very first take on it. So here we go. The list. He or she must be holy, pure, prays well, sound-minded, cooks well, dresses well, smells good, (laughs) sees only me, makes me feel like I'm the only girl or the only guy in the world. Mm -hmm. How many of you who are single right now have a list of who your kingdom spouse should be? I mean, I do encourage a list, but a realistic list, okay? The common mistake that many people make is to ascribe a kingdom spouse to a perfect human being. I've seen it all the time. However, if your spouse came perfectly wrapped, how would you fit into that perfect world? Have you ever thought of that? How would you fit into that? A kingdom spouse isn't without weaknesses, nor is he or she without work. I know many may say I have reached that stage in my life where I have no time to waste. And within reason, this is true. Because people have been through things in life and at some point they'll be like, I don't have time for this. However, even with this level of maturity, you still have a lot to learn and discover. And life has plans for you. So how do you know that in the face of life's many seasons you will be firm enough in your stance in your level of maturity to keep your composure whatever happens come with me you're gonna still be this uh, perfectly mature person what makes you think that this is what you're going to be like you expect the same thing from your kingdom spouse but have you ever asked yourself is this how you are going to be as well It is clear that some hide, they hide, they hide. There are people who hide behind the church. They hide behind the name of God because of their own unclean agendas. 
However, here is my take on who a kingdom spouse truly is. And I'm saying that this is my take because I can only speak according to my own capacity, my own abilities, and my own inspiration from God when I prayed and I asked him, this is what I got. All right. First of all, here's what I would like us to do. Ladies and gentlemen, dismiss the perfect expectations. Come on. A kingdom spouse has weaknesses. They have imperfections. He or she is a human being who has the spirit of God, but is not without weaknesses. Holding them as if they are flawless will only lead to disappointment when they do not live up to them. I'm telling you. A guy friend once told me that I should wait for Jesus Christ to come back. When I told him uh, what I wanted in a husband, he's like, really? These are these are the things you sound like you, you are waiting on Jesus Christ. And I heard he's coming back, so you should probably just wait on him. <laughs> I guess in his mind, I was giving a description of a person that was way too perfect or my expectations were way too high. And I'm not saying that people cannot have standards, but standards must be reasonable. And that's my, that's my objective. I'm going to stick right there. All right. Focus on accepting the person for who they really are. This is what it's better to do. Focus on who they really are. So you put aside the expectations. You get to know the person. You focus on who that person really is. Love has no reason. This is an episode that I've done and has the exact title for it. So you should definitely check it out if you haven't heard it yet. Love has no reasons. So when you set these expectations of your kingdom spouse and you'll be like, well, they must be this and they must be that. And then they don't live up to that. Guess what? Whatever love that you think you're going to feel for them or towards them because you have these expectations, it's going to go. And we have to be very, very careful with that. Secondly, a kingdom spouse has a relationship with God. This is, this is it. This is the benchmark of this whole thing. All right. Now, if I'm going to be honest and tell you that they are not perfect, then how do they differ from a worldly spouse? This is how they differ from a worldly spouse. God is in them and they are in God. The greatest difference that makes all the difference in the world. When you have a relationship with God and you seek him diligently, you take on your identity in him. That is how Abraham could have a son in a very old age with his very old wife, Sarah. And he was madly, I'm quoting, quoting, madly loyal enough to God to take that same son that God gave him in his old age to the mountains to sacrifice him unto God. It is how Noah could build an ark when it was dry all over the place and people were laughing. It is how David was able to take a slingshot and slay a giant. It is how all of Jesus' disciples were able to stay loyal and risk their lives to spread the gospel. A kingdom spouse is connected with God and this is the connection that breeds a level of loyalty that is beyond this world. Okay, it is why these people in the Bible were able to do things that didn't sound right in the natural. But they did it because of their faith, their belief in God, and their level of loyalty towards God. Thirdly, a kingdom spouse loves. L-O-V-E. 
S. Exclamation mark. A kingdom spouse loves. I was speaking to a friend of mine about a relationship back in the days. And I was explaining to her about some things that would happen. And she said something that was so profound. She said to me, Natisha, love is not that complicated. Things are not supposed to be that complicated. When somebody loves you, you will know it. And that stayed with me. And the more I grow in God is the more I see and understand this. In 1 John chapter 4, verses 7 through to 21, it tells us that we can only love because God first loved us. Verse 19, and we cannot know or give love unless we know love itself, which is God. God is the very essence of love. So if you do not know God, you cannot know love. I don't care what you think you're doing and you call it love. If you have no relationship with God and you do not know him, you do not know love. So that is why a kingdom spouse is separated from a worldly spouse because a kingdom spouse has a relationship with God. They know God to the point where God is the love that flows from out of them. If someone loves you, you will know it. And I've said this already. If you are connected to God also, you must also be connected to God for you to understand what love really is. Remember I said, if you do not know love, you do not know God. And if you again, really pay attention. Okay, this scripture in 1 John 4 verses 1 to 6 also tells us to test the spirit. Do not be blinded by looks and sexual desires. You know, I can't wait to get down with this person or this person is attractive. And you, you're, you're blinded by how it will look as in, not just looks as in the person's appearance, but how you want your life to look and appear to everybody else. All of that type of looks but remain pure and the spirit of God will help you to discern and recognize who they are. I did an episode about decision making and it talks about the spirit of recognition, discernment when God gives it to you so you can identify things. And one of those things is choosing a person who is the kingdom spouse that you would like to be on your team because you are also a kingdom spouse. You will know a kingdom spouse because you are one also. And it takes one to know one. <laughs> Isn't that what they say? It takes one to know one. When you become the kingdom spouse, it is easy for you to identify and recognize another person who's like-minded. So to answer the question of who is a kingdom spouse... It is a person who isn't without fault. This is Natisha's definition. It is a person who isn't without fault, who is connected to God so that the love of God is in them and flows through them to others. It flows through them to their family. It flows through them to those around them. It flows through them to everyone they come in contact with. And how will you know a kingdom spouse when you see them? Test their spirits and pay attention. Pay attention. And you can do that through the spirit of God because by their fruits you shall know them. According to Matthew chapter 7 verses 16 through to 20. By their fruits you shall know them. Say bon, 
Sounds good. I hope this episode blesses you. And I hope that those of you who are single and listening to this, that you will become the kingdom spouse that you need to be. So then you can attract and identify the kingdom spouse that is supposed to be on your team from God. And those of you who are already married and you may not have a kingdom spouse, there's a scripture that says that the the righteous wife or the righteous husband makes the unrighteous partner righteous also. And if you could just let the love of God flow through you and you continue to allow the spirit of God to use you to be a vessel to your spouse, then they too can see the goodness of God in you and they may want to be saved and be inspired to become a kingdom spouse. And those of you who are already married and you are a kingdom spouse and you know your spouse is also a kingdom spouse, continue to feed the spirits of both of you continue to work on it because remember it is a continuous process and it needs to be fed it needs to be watered and it needs to be maintained see you next time on the essence of life podcast Sabo, sounds good Whether you're on your daily commute, at the gym, or doing your chores, tune in to the Essence of Life podcast for great inspirational life lessons and learn just why you should have a personal relationship with your creator. Relationships run the world. Make sure you're in the right ones. I am Natisha Ali Grant, citizen of the Kingdom of Heaven, wife of a spirited pastor, worship leader, mother, and content creator. I partner with my husband to manage our church in All Saints Antigua while creating inspirational and educational content. I inspire others through my blog, Young and Christian, and my podcast, The Essence of Life. Recently published my first book and in the process of writing another. I have also been an educator for over 15 years and now run my own academy, providing a range of services such as proofreading, English courses, lesson plans, curriculum guides, and reading classes. If you like this show, why not get connected? As it's only going to get bigger. Seba sounds good.